it's time to stand up or shut up. With your hosts, Chris and Jen, this is the Theme Park Stand Podcast. What is up, everybody? Happy almost one month since Speak Now Taylor's version was released, and welcome to the Theme Park Stand Podcast. <laughs> Woohoo! Remember, always remember, Reputation is the best Taylor Swift album. No, right? I'm going to let fist fight you. I'm driving to Ohio to fight you. <laughs> oh my God, uh, you, John, Kyla are going to fight me on this. Oh, I have flight of Taylor, though. It's fine. Yeah. I can take you. Yeah. Um, but yeah, welcome to episode 21. Uh, we've got a jam-packed full episode. So um, before we get things started, I wanted to make sure that we shout out our meetup, which is now set for October 21st. If you missed it on uh, the socials. So October 21st, a Saturday, we are going to have a haunt meetup at Dorney Park. So come out and have fun with us. Yes, LFG. And we swear we're going to do our best to not move it this time. Chris. Nope, this time it is it is happening because uh, we are going to uh, probably see some stuff going on by then. Yeah, it's going to be so exciting. Dorney Park. Oh, yep. I'm excited. Uh, but tomorrow is a big, big day for Cedar Point fanboys. Um, kind of like myself. I mean, it is a home park of mine, but I wouldn't call myself a fanboy. Yeah, I do love Cedar Point, but mostly because it houses Maverick. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly why um, I used to. I will say this: before I got into the th enthusiast community, I was a Cedar Point fanboy, hardcore. But then I started traveling to other parks, so I was like, okay, it's not just Cedar Point in this world. So, yeah, I feel like the the like Cedar Point is a beautiful park, and I feel like they really get you with the number of coasters. But then once yeah. you start to like experience smaller parks that have like much more charming um and like characteristic parks it's like okay okay cedar point like so we're counting like two kid or like two mine trains don't they have two mine trains no i don't know i don't know but we're counting like the same coaster twice yeah i mean i mean i guess you could technically say gemini is a mine train-ish type of ride so well, you got three, bitch. well they only have they only have that in cedar creek mine ride i can't i know but Two oh yeah, two credits. Yeah, makes sense. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> which I still uh, don't have. So sad. Really? But yes, lots going on. Well, uh, come out to the Ohio Park sometime. Like you keep saying you're going to, but uh, yeah, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> just like I say, I I'm coming to, to Dorney, right? Like. <laughs> yeah, I want to. We'll make it work eventually. All has other plans. Yeah. Um. But yeah, so we find out what Top Thrill Talon is going to be tomorrow. Yeah. Um, as you guys know, we typically record on Mondays and um, we release on Wednesday. And this announcement is taking place on Tuesday. So by the time you're listening to this, we already know what Top Thrill Talon is going to be. Um, but we don't at this point in time. So um, enjoy us speculating about it yeah um and not even just speculating about it because i feel like we have 
a general idea of how we both feel what's going on. Um, but a big thing about this announcement is, is I honestly can't wait until it's over because holy fucking shit, the community is insane about this and it's driving me mad. <laughs> yeah, and the community, like, Twitter sucks. Like, Twitter sucked over the last 24 hours. The fact that every time I logged onto Twitter, so listen, guys, I'm going to put this in like the nicest way possible. But no matter what your thoughts are, literally your opinion does not matter to Cedar Point or to Zimperla. They do not matter. Like your thoughts and your opinions are your own and they deserve to be respected. And the fact that none of none of this fucking community, I shouldn't say none, the majority are just mean and attacking people's character and just aggressive over this shit. Like, that's why if, if, if you have been on my Twitter the last couple of days, I've been on a fucking roll. And that's because I, it's just pissed me off. Like, why do people have to be such assholes? Yeah, I agree. And like, you know, months ago, I was in the boat of hey, I I feel like it's Zamp or um, I feel like it's Intamin, and I want it to be this, that, and the other. But like, at the end of the day, it's a new coaster. It's gonna hopefully be good. I mean, let's give it a shot. If it yeah. sucks and it's unreliable and nobody gets to ride it after it's built, then we talk shit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I have my thoughts too. Like, I obviously wish. Well, like, hopes they would have went Intamin just because Intamin has experience on it. And let's, like, let's be real. Zamperla does not have experience doing something like this. And especially not on this level. So, the fact that they went Zamperla, to me, is, like, I knew it was a chance. But who knows? They've never done this. Like, I can sit here and have every doubt in the world that they are capable of doing it. And then they can do it. And it can be amazing. Who knows? But... It's, it's not wrong for people to be both surprised and a little disappointed in it because it is, it's unknown. They've never done something like that. And, and people being upset, like, I don't even want to say upset, but people being disappointed in the choice without knowing what Zamperla is capable of is not wrong. Right. But I mean, I mean, at the end of the day, I'm disappointed, right? I wish it was Intamin, but we always have to think back to that rumor that was swirling around when this all started to happen is I remember there was a rumor going around that maybe Intamin declined to work on it because of the whole aspect and what was going on. So let's not judge because Intamin may have said no and not even offered to work on it in the first place. Yeah, I didn't even think about that. I didn't even know that. Like, yeah, and... Again, who knows? It can it can be completed and it can be amazing. It could it could be like way more reliable than the Intamin version because Intamin for Cedar Point in that range was not good and not reliable. So who knows? Like this is very up in the air. What we're going to get as a final product project? Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah, I agree. I mean, obviously LSMs in general are much more reliable than a hydraulic launch. Um, and then, like, seeing those stats that were leaked by Zamperla, supposedly, um, you know, that's a whole other topic that people just, oh, my God, yesterday was a shit show on Twitter because of that. 
it was an absolute shit show. And one thing too, like, I don't like a lot of people, like, I feel like a lot of people don't know this, but I, I work for a tech company. Like I work for a software company. So yeah, I don't understand. Like I I'm don't, I'm not doing web development, but I do understand like publishing things and like, the process that you take in order to get something to publish and something that I don't think people are considering is like, I think that a lot of the stuff that doesn't make sense and is confirming that it's hacked are just placeholders because a 90% of the time I I'll put something in a draft mode and I'll put like company company, like fake name stuff. And then you quick command F when it's ready to go live and fill in all the placeholders that you put like that's how a lot of people work and it's extremely easy to hit like i, I was judging hardcore but it is extremely easy to hit publish instead of save yeah it is mm -hmm. um and the only reason why we get we're like i give zamperla shit is because it's a big deal big announcement for cedar point and uh that's the only reason i gave them shit i mean if the stats are what they are and that's really what it is, it sounds like a really fun coaster, which going launched backwards at 101 miles an hour sounds absolutely insane. <laughs> so. Yeah. yeah, those stats are going to be crazy, but we also, they were obviously using placeholders. So yeah. we also don't know that those are actually the stats that they're settling on either. Right. Um, Honestly, like the way that I took it is like all that it confirms is the fact that it was in Perla. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. Allison's. That's yeah. pretty. Yeah. I mean, that's that's for sure happening. Uh, just we can tell by the track and all the uh, electrical boxes that are on the track now. So, um, oh, man, I was just going to say something and I don't remember what I was going to say, but yeah. <laughs> Something about it being Zamperla, like we can we can put that to rest. It is what it is, and we like hopefully it's great. Yeah, at this point, like none of us know. Like there is a reason that Cedar Point decided on Zamperla, and none of us know. Um, so like until I don't even know when it's open. Like until then, all we can do is like hope hope that they're doing well and that they're thinking this through and that they're going to do good by that coaster. Yeah. Now, now hear me out on this. Is Zamperla the new RMC? Because they are redoing steel coasters that were unreliable. I mean, we, we can withhold judgment yet because we don't know if they're going to be good or reliable or not. But with them yeah. re redoing old Intamins or whatever, because this will be the second one. Are they somewhat of a... I mean, and plus they've hired a whole bunch of people from Intamin to run their coaster division, yeah. so... So, my... With this one, I would say yes. But with the last one, they didn't change anything. Isn't it the exact same layout? Didn't they just refurb it and throw in new LSMs? You know, I'm not really too sure. I think it was a hydraulic launch. Yeah, and I think they just threw on LSMs and yeah. changed nothing else. Like, if they change the layout and they do other stuff, then sure. They can be the new RMC for steel yeah. coasters if that's what we <laughs> want to call them. But for that other one, like, 
any, I don't want to say anyone can slap LSMs instead of a hydraulic launch, but like anyone can slap LSMs. They didn't change anything else. They might have changed the cranes too. I don't remember, but yeah. So for this one, I would say we're getting there. But for the other one, I don't. That one counts. We'll see if this if there's any more that they do after this because this could be it. You never know. Yeah, and I I'm excited to see. I'm excited to. I oh my gosh! Like I don't even know how to put this. I'm very excited to see if they succeed. That sounds awful, but like I am excited to see them and see if they do well with this. Do I have doubts? Yes, but I'm excited and I'm I'm hoping that they knock this out of the park. I really am. Yeah. I mean, anytime Although you get three. Stratus, so. Yeah. Say <laughs> so anytime you get like two or three launches on one single coaster, it's always going to be a good time. Yeah. I got, though, like, I got a rollback on King Naka like years and years and years and years ago. And I didn't get on it for over 10 years. Like, I was not a fan of a rollback on a 400 foot coaster. Like, no yeah. thanks. And that was, like, way back when they used to relaunch you. So it was awful. And I was, like... Yeah. I'm curious on if these stats that were leaked are close to being what it really is. Um, I'm The only thing I'm really underwhelmed with is the, the first launch speed and how far you'll go up the top hat because you won't get a real rollback because you're only going to be a little bit up the spike or the top. Yeah, I actually didn't even think about that. Yeah. And then I would have, I mean, I guess the 100 miles an hour you're probably going to. But I can't imagine that it's going to be able to pick up the speed for the LSMs to get it anywhere near close to up that spike without it going faster than they're saying. That's what I'm thinking. If it's a 420 foot spike, so say it launches forward, you're going seven. It said 74 mile an hour launch is the first one, I believe. So you're going about 100 and maybe 50 feet up the spike, may, or the uh, top hat, and then you come backwards and you launch to 100 miles an hour up a 420 foot spike, which isn't going to make it to the top because it took 120 miles, well, 114 miles an hour to get over the top hat. So you're not going to go all the way up that spike if it's that slow. Yeah, but also, like, how often did it actually hit 114 miles an hour? Like, it was it, it was pretty rare that they hit that. Do, do we know, like, what the actual speed that Top Gun Dragster usually operated at that, was? That is the actual speed. It was 100. It's advertised to go 120, and it actually only went, like, 114. Oh, I thought it was a bigger cut than that. Okay. Yeah. So, um so I'm curious. I, I I would think that you would. I would want a. If it was me, I would want a f- first launch to be awesome and go as high up to that top hat as you can to get a, a more epic rollback every time. Yeah. I just don't know how. I don't know. And then I don't know if you're going too fast backwards and up a spike. I don't know. The it would, the spike would have to be a little bit taller. I would think. Yeah, I mean, or they could just not launch it as fast coming back and still hit probably that same speed. True. The LSMs could control that launch, the, the exactly. backwards. Yeah. And we've so. seen what, like, not with Zimperla, but we've seen what really amazing things the LSMs can do 
with Velocicoaster because um, like aborted launches happen, the um, backwards launches like that. The LSMs like sense that train and whether or not they're making that top hat the moment that they get up there and it either will shoot you backwards or abort the launch as a whole. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm, I'm excited. I'm, I'm excited to see what all transpires tomorrow. Yeah. I'm definitely excited to see what the actual statistics are. I, I really am. Um, and see like what's placeholders versus what is actual truth in that leak that happened. Um, I'm very excited. Yeah. Uh, I just hope for a different name because Top Thrill Two is not cool. <laughs> yeah, I, I I am willing to put money on the fact that that was a placeholder. I agree. I agree. <laughs> yeah, like I am really. I would be shocked if they go Top Thrill Two. I'm going to start dying. I think what they, they may. Top Thrill Two RMC is the manufacturer. <laughs> and uh, with, they listen to our podcast and they hear us talking about Dorney's Talon Two. <laughs> Yes, so, uh, they know what's up. Top, top thrill two. I'm literally gonna just show up and put a sticky note on the sign that says talent in between it. Like if it actually is named that, um, watch out because I'm gonna be leaving sticky notes on that sign every time I'm at Cedar Point. Yeah, because you missed a word. Um, so yeah, uh, li- you know, check back next week. We'll have our thoughts on the actual stats and and everything. Um, yeah. So, yeah. One last thing. Um, if people are posting their opinions, don't be an asshole about it. Don't. Yeah. Because yeah. literally, they're just putting their thoughts out and it doesn't fucking matter. Right. Uh, it's literally like if you, yesterday for sure was literally like if you say something that someone doesn't agree with, they will roast you just because of your thoughts on it. <laughs> it was hostile. And that is like, it was the one time where I was like, I'm kind of like annoyed that I'm in this community. Like, why are we so immature? And why does everyone have to be right? Like, it doesn't matter. You're just voicing opinions. So please don't attack other people. And especially don't attack people's character over a coaster. Like, that is so dumb. Telling people that they're awful and that, like, attacking people's character based off of coaster opinions is actually the bottom of the barrel. So, like don't do that shit and if you continue to do it you suck yeah yeah and it's this is the first time during an announcement season that i'm like i literally can't wait for this to be announced so this can just stop because it's so fucking annoying (laughs) yeah like i didn't want to be on twitter it was it was so it was so annoying like this is yeah i'm waiting for tomorrow so i'm excited for tomorrow both because We'll actually find out what's happening in the official stats, and we will hopefully stop having the assholes all over Twitter. I agree. And then we're, we are going to obviously get a ton of people complaining, but give us a few days. I'll wait for a few days after the fact to hopefully for it to stop. <laughs> yeah, it's I. And then again, like. I know I'm dramatic about a lot of things, but like, why are we putting this type of effort into a strata coaster? Like, why? Like, there's gotta be better things for you guys to be this up in arms over. We already know what half the coaster is gonna be. The top hat didn't move. Yeah. Like, 
I don't know. All right. Well, that's enough about Top Bill Talon. Um, we also have Holiday Worlds announcement, which I actually know nothing about, if I'm being completely <laughs> honest. So, Chris, this is all you. Well, uh, we've mentioned it a few times. Everyone thinks it's a new gen Vacoma family boomerang. So, I think that those are going to be really fun for like a family. Very exciting. Kind of, if you think of like something along the lines of like Fire Chaser Express at Dollywood. But just oh my like, gosh, I, I love yeah i think that i think this new gen vacoma will uh will be good um it's sitting in the old place well i don't have you been to holiday world no okay so there was an old intamin like shoot the shoots ride you know water boat ride or whatever that they took out that had been sitting empty for years and they're putting it there right by voyage so it'll be good yeah i feel like I don't know much about that park other than Voyage and Legend. So I feel mm -hmm. like it'll be a good addition because we don't really... Does anyone have a new gen Bacoma boomerang? No. I mean, and, and they're not like they're not like the boomerangs you think of. They're actually like a drawn-out layout. So it's not just like do this and then back. Oh, really? Yeah. If you look at... I think it's called Rake, R-A-I-K, at Fantasialand. That's a Vacoma family boomerang, and it's it's pretty cool looking. All right, I'll have to look at it. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that park because I feel like there's not, I'm not a big wooden coaster fan, so there's not really much that draws me to that park ever. Just Thunderbird, right? So. Thunderbird launched wing coaster from B&M. Oh, which... I always forget that exists, but I don't, I don't know. I've only ever ridden Gatekeeper wing coaster wise, and it's very pretty and it's very elegant in the, the, Movements are unique, but it's not like my favorite type. Mm -mm. Um, what I was going to say is uh, Holiday World is definitely really fun if you like water parks. So, Oh, I, I remember you saying this before in one of our other episodes. I definitely, I, hopefully next year I'll make my way to Holiday World. Yeah, I'm really, really hoping. Fun. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, and hopefully they'll at least start on this coaster. Yeah. And uh, actually, I might try to do holiday, holiday Hollywood nights next year. That'll be fun. I'll try to, but the whole ticket buying process this year was like, oh, that gave me anxiety and I didn't even want one. Was it bad? I didn't even realize. I know the year before is when they like selected who could go, which was real dumb. Yeah, pretty sure they went back to just like buying it online and it was gone within like a minute. A minute, yeah. It was like crazy. So, um, we'll see. Yeah, we will see. Uh, hope. I mean, they needed another coaster. It's been since I think 2015, so it's about time. Yeah, I'm excited to see what they announce. Um, in other news, uh, Fury relapsed and found more cracks. <laughs> you did not just say that Fury relapsed. Oh my god! But also. That brings in Alex, Stateline Thrills, or Satellite Thrills, whichever you choose to call him. Um, he submitted a question, and I'm not going to lie. I had, like, the blondest of blonde moments. And I read this question, and I was like, I don't fully know what I mean. But now Chris just, like, put two and two together. Um, but Alex said, what's up with Carolyn's rampant crack 
epidemic. Is it really that easy to sneak in? And now I get it, and it's so good. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> I love that this was able to click for me on the podcast, guys, because I don't know what I was going to talk about when we talked about this question. <laughs> Uh, it, you, you can you witness the gears turning right there. <laughs> yeah, like you guys really saw it, and um, if only my ADHD was unhinged, because I think it would have been a little funnier. But um, my ADHD is under control today, guys. So I want to say just to answer this a little bit, it must they I I heard a rumor that they found a crack welded it because it wasn't bad and they've already started testing again so i think there's no worries there yeah i did see it testing after they like after news broke that there was a second crack so so that one definitely wasn't as bad it seems um but it's still crazy like don't they i I guess with all your operation, maybe they don't do as good of an inspection, but like I thought they have to do like a thorough inspection every year. You would think that. And I'm thinking you have a little area where water gets in to this little crevice or whatever. And you are in that area where you're probably like to the point where you're freezing and thawing a whole bunch because of winter. And that could have yeah. some sort of an effect on that while it's, especially if it's running during those times, it might break something because of the forces. They may look at not having Fury open during those winter months. I don't know. Yeah, I, I could imagine like the, because the fluctuation of weather there is like kind of extreme. So I could imagine that running that intense of a coaster, not even just talking about like, I know it's capable of running in the cold, but with the fluctuation in weather, it's probably not the best for the longevity of the coaster. Because the metals are going to expand and contract. Yeah. And it's I can't imagine it's the best for the longevity of the coaster. So I wonder if that had something to do with why these cracks formed and were found. Yeah, that would be my guess. But uh, I am not an engineer or anything like that. So I just know weather a little bit and freezing and thawing is not good on things so <laughs> yeah it's definitely not and fluctuating weather is not good on it but even the i was there for two days in december early december and it was like 60 one day and the next day it was it was like 30 yeah um so. yeah i agree so we'll see we'll see what they do um but we also had another question uh, uh, regarding Carowinds, <laughs> or not even Carowinds, but B&M in general, but uh, Caitlin yeah. on Instagram uh, said, people need to be nicer to B&M. They're wonderful and reliable. <laughs> I We put this up here because this is definitely in reference to Fury. And Caitlin, I know you're listening. This is not a question, just like a, a heads up. No, <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but Caitlin's right. I love, I grew up at Six Flags Great Adventure, which if you guys don't really know much about Six Flags Great Adventure, it's very B&M heavy. So I, I have like a special place in my heart for B&Ms, but Caitlin's correct. They are, they're wonderful. Yeah. Um, 
a lot of their models are wonderful. Some of them I would tend not to ride anymore, like stand-up coasters or whatever. But uh, yeah, I mean, they're fun. They're they're good, fun, reliable rides. So it makes sense why parks like to build them. Green Lantern, Green Lantern, all day, every day. No, I'm kidding. I don't ride that anymore either. What is the park that that originally came from, and the name at that park? Kentucky King Kingdom, and its name was Chang. Bam, oh. bam. <laughs> she knows her stuff here, people. Come oh. on. <laughs> I know my weird coaster facts, but if you ask me, like the number of inversions or the height or like any normal shit that Thuzies know, I don't know shit. <laughs> But I know something like that without you even finishing the question. <laughs> Yeehaw, guys. Which brings us to our next point, which is also from Caitlin, because Caitlin used both her own Instagram and her service dog's Instagram to spam our questions with just a bunch of random shit about Verbolin. So we're going to spend the next three minutes talking about Verbolin. Uh, <laughs> Did you just... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Did you? Was that like the end of your sentence? Or you just like, was that your point? My That was my, my, my take on Verbolton is Verbolton. Caitlin's going to come and find you. Uh, it's, it was fun. Uh, I think everything was fun and, until you you come down that drop over the river, the Rhine River, and then once you get back up into that, it was a little shaky and rough after that. Not bad, but it was a lot of fun. In the whoo, teaser or not teaser teaser spoiler alert, uh, the drop track is pristine. <laughs> it is so good. So I went into verbal and like I I've said this before in the podcast. I don't like to like research parks before I go. And I'd been to Busch Gardens Williamsburg, but it wasn't for like years and years. So it was my first time really getting on Verbolton. And I did no research into it at all. I knew nothing about it. And when that drop track hit, I still like those butterflies in my stomach, like, oh my gosh, it's so good. Yeah, that was my it's first experience with a drop track. So that was really fun. Oh, that's awesome. I do like that it's kind of, like, I don't know, like you can't, I, I didn't really know it was going to be there and there wasn't really anything to indicate it. The only other drop track I've been on is Hagrid's and, um, spoiler alert, but if you're a Harry Potter nerd, you're like in Devil's Snare and they're doing, um, Lumos to do light to get it to drop, like to get the thing. So like, it's pretty obvious you're going to drop. Yeah. Um, if you like know Harry Potter enough. Um, yeah, it's it's weird to see a, a big park put a Zier model in their park, which, good on them. It's a fun ride. Yeah, it definitely is a good one, and the theming was really well done. The theming's beautifully done for that ride. Yeah, so. and you, you can't beat that you, it uses the same, like, footers and stuff from Big Bad Wolf. <laughs> That's pretty cool. Yeah, and I also love that um, the backs of the trains, their license plates, all make um, references to Big Bad Wolf. Really? That's cool. Mm -hmm. So it's like, it's super cute. I like it. I think yeah. it's a good addition to that part. Yeah. And I like the uh, the lady talking in the station. I forget what she says off the top of my head, but it's really fun. 
Oh, yeah. I love her voice so much. That station, too, is incredible. Like, I, I notice something new every single time I'm in that station. Like, I wish other parks would put that level of detail into their stations. Yeah. I really, really, really want to get back there. Yeah. Yep. It's, it's a good one. It's a good one. All right. Yep. Those are our three minutes about verbal. And you're welcome, Caitlin. Thank you for spamming our questions with a bunch of verbal and stuff. All right, so we are going to get through these uh, questions that we have here and record time. So let's go. <laughs> um, Our... You or me? Go ahead. Okay, Cedar Kev. Cedar Kev asks, which park would you like to be in charge of? I think a Disney park. Um, I don't think I have one in particular. Maybe not maybe not Epcot because I feel like parents with kids complain about Epcot a lot and I don't want to deal with that. And then also maybe not Disney's California adventure because that's like a very badly themed park, but any other Disney park, like I feel like you can't possibly have a bad day at those parks. Yeah. Um, I'm going to go surprise, surprise. I, well, I don't know. This might be a surprise to some, but I would pick Kings Island because growing up going there, uh, there are many things that I would want to change or bring back to the park to kind of relive the glory days. Um, plus, they have tons of room, and I would do a lot of different stuff. Yeah, I've heard they have, like, a lot of room to for expansion. That would be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So next question we have from the Drunk Riders. Why is Demon Drop better than Talon, and why are you wrong if you say otherwise? Hmm. Well, I mean, I haven't been on Talon, but I'm going to go out on a limb and say that Talon's probably a little bit better. So I guess I'm wrong. <laughs> yeah. So for me, Talon is definitely better, but the nostalgia and the fact that it's the last first generation Intamin Freefall like puts Demon Drop a little over it. But as a ride itself, it's not better than Talon. It's not, but it is so good, and it's the last one in the States. So, okay, I'm just going to fangirl over Demon Drop for a minute, um, and that's my answer because I don't know if you're right. They're, they're neck and neck. They're I mean, really it's neck and neck. It's comparing apples to oranges. It's a drop tower yeah, with a coaster. So. Exactly. Like, you're, you're comparing... First Intamin, a first generation Intamin Freefall with a BM invert. Like, that's not fair. That's like, they're too different to compare. Um, this is a crap question, Mike. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. We appreciate your question. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, next we have from Coaster Cuzzies uh, Pitch a concept for your dream dark ride for Dorney Park. So this one at first I thought was going to be hard to figure out, but then all of a sudden it like clicked and came to me. So this is going to be a little dark. It's going to be a little dark, guys. Um, if you're from P Pennsylvania and you have um, ever driven near Harrisburg, there is a nuclear plant called Three Mile Island. And they had like a problem that happened in like the 80s like maybe the 70s um 
that was like, come on, like it was a nuclear plant that had an issue. Like, I feel like a dark ride, like, because of course, like if you're in Pennsylvania, I feel like your dark ride should be Pennsylvania based, like um, Black Diamond at Chernobyl's with the Chernobyl, uh, no, not Chernobyl. <laughs> I'm great guys, with the um, Centralia theme. So I really feel like Three Mile Island themed. Like we can go off and do like get creative with it, but that's that's it. It's Three Mile Island theme. Uh, so you stole my fire because I was gonna say Centralia, but I didn't know that Knobles had a ride like that. So I remember this now that you're saying it. I remember I'm this now. Watching you at theme park stand trivia. <laughs> <laughs> um, if I'm gonna pull something off the top of my head, give me something historical like Philadelphia and the uh, yeah, I don't know, the Liberty Bell dark ride. <laughs> okay, I can see like a historic Philadelphia. It's only an hour out. It's pretty close. Yeah. That would be pretty cool. I don't know. I was thinking the Centralia coal fires would be much better, but Knobles already has that, obviously. So, <laughs> yeah, and it's good. It's really good. But um, it was a good thought, though. It's a thought that counts. It was obviously a good thought because, you know, um, um, then I have Coaster Three Six Five. Um, would you rather hear Jen say Talon 10 times? Oh, wait, never mind. I read this wrong. I meant to put this further up in the episode. <laughs> Brian said that he would rather us talk about anything but Ohio, Cedar Point, and Dragster. Um, and he said he would rather hear me say Talon 10 times. So, um, Brian, I'll send you a voice memo of me saying Talon 10 times. And you can I mean... skip the first was it 20 or 30 minutes of the episode it was like 20 minutes that's fine i'll just send you talon for 20 minutes i mean he's not wrong though because that's even though i'm from ohio and i do enjoy cedar point uh i'm done talking i like am over hearing about cedar point and dragster at this point <laughs> yeah same um so i'll be sending you a voice member brian so yeah She'll, uh, Jen, you should record it and we'll just release it. <laughs> just you saying talent 10 times. <laughs> We're going to release it as a second episode 21 where the first 20 minutes is me just saying talent. <laughs> I'm going to go back and find all of our videos where you have said talent and mash them all together. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great, guys. <laughs> um, That's a lot of listening. That's like 21 hours of listening. <laughs> Yeah, it, it's a lot. It's a lot. If you have that dedication, though, good for you. Yeah. <laughs> um, ah, anyway. he's, he's a like. <laughs> maybe on a rainy, maybe in the winter. I don't know. I'm just kidding. Um, but yeah, next we have from Velocicoasting. What movie or TV show deserves a Disney slash universal, universal quality ride? What ride model would you choose for that theme? Oh. Oh. If you have one, you might have to take this one out from under me. Take it first. Hmm. Um so that is a good question because 
I did like I saw this and I meant to think about it and I forgot. Um, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to think of what, like a ride concept that would work well with a TV show. Yeah, I feel like we might have to circle back to this one. Because um, yeah. this is a really good one. I don't. I would have to put more thought into this. Maybe we can make this a discussion point for next week. Yeah, let's do that. So, Velocicoasting, uh, come back next week because we'll have this in our general topics. So... Yeah, yeah, this is going to be one that we have to put more effort into. This is a good question. Um, so, yeah, we're going to use this as a discussion point next week. Yes. Um, that brings it to me. We have Aaron the Ride Factor. He said, is there a coaster you wish you could have ridden that closed before you were thirsty? For sure. And that is the original bat at Kings Island. Um, the very first aero suspended coaster, which hit turns that were not banked at all so you're flying <laughs> i just uh yeah just seeing the video i'm like man i wish i could have rode that yeah el toro ryan put out a really good video about like the history of that ride and like why it failed and stuff it's one of his problematic coaster videos and yeah those videos <laughs> <laughs> yeah i see that one for me, the first thing that comes to mind is Dueling Dragons. Hmm. So, I yeah, love coasters, but I didn't really understand how good they would be, and I thought that I would always get them next time. I was like, I'll just get them next time, and they close the next year. So. Somebody had shared a picture of the track for that, for Dueling Dragons, just like sitting in the recycling yard or something. It was a few days ago. Oh my gosh, I want it. That looked look like I, a lot of fun. It sucks that they had to stop dueling just because of what was it, one injury? I think it was multiple. Was it multiple? Um, okay. Yeah, one where the guy, like, actually, I don't know if he lost the eye or, like, went blind in one eye. Like, one where it actually was, like, a serious injury, but it was, like, time after time after time. Of, was it loose um, articles? Yeah. So loose articles coming off of one train and hitting the other while they were dueling because they were close enough. Um, they, I mean, so they could have saved that coaster if they did lockers and metal detectors. Yeah, but even though like that was an issue that they had with dueling dragons, like Haggard still, they don't really have any policy. Yeah. Hmm. Like they don't have metal detectors. Like they, you have to put bags into lockers but like the amount of people i've watched filming on haggards like yeah you're not supposed to please don't film on haggards but um the amount of people that i have seen with their phones out filming on haggards is like yeah they don't you would think that they would learn but they didn't yeah well i mean it's not like uh dueling dragons wasn't replaced by a worthy coaster i guess i would say that haggards lives up to being able to replace that yeah, I definitely think the thrill level is different. Um, definitely thrill level is different. You're getting more... the th It's a little scary, so it, it's like definitely an older family attraction, but you're getting like a lot closer to a family attraction versus like a pretty intense, intense B&M invert. But also like it is in Universal, so more likely than not you're not getting people that are there specifically for roller coasters they're there for harry potter so oh for sure it's the better 
option um for sure all right that brings us to blio which bnm or intamin layout would you choose for an unupdated vacoma slc with hard over the shoulder restraints oh my god dude <laughs> i actually would rather just die well i definitely don't want to put a vacoma slc in the layout of an invert that's already a bnm because that would just be terrible <laughs> uh i don't know what's one maybe a Give, do, give me a hyper coaster because it doesn't have inversions. <laughs> yeah, but when you get that airtime, like banging on the over the. So I thought hyper at first too, but I think maybe wing coaster. A wing coaster? See, I just don't want to do inversions with those restraints. So yeah. Give me the hyper. Yeah, but I mean, the wing coasters inversions, I feel like, are the least, like, they're very graceful. Like, it's not very intense, airtime or inversions. That's true. That's why I, that just made me think, pipeline. Give me pipeline. Oh, yeah, because that's, like, pretty chill. Yeah. Okay. I, I'll accept pipeline. I'll accept it. <laughs> All right, so um, moving on, Zach, if you could create or modify any coaster to create a new experience, what would it be? And he says, I would create a temporary experience for July where Diamondback at Kings Island, instead of the water scoops being at the back of the train, I would put them on the front so it would soak all of the riders. <laughs> oh, that would be fun. Oh, I don't know about this one either, guys. You got some good questions this week. Yeah, I'm, I'm liking these questions. Maybe we should start looking at these before before we record our episode. Yeah, guys, we do try to be, like, pretty candid here um, and, like, not look at these as much. Some of them are really, really like, thought-provoking. Yeah, this one's... This one and, yeah, Velocity Coasting, that one's... Oh my gosh. I don't know. I don't know. I can't, I can't think under pressure. I have one. And uh, I mean, this is just, you know, thinking of something real quick. And you had mentioned Diamond back at Kings Island. So I thought of Kings Island. And Racer used to have a backwards train that would race the forwards train. I would say, give me a backwards train either just one car on a train or an entire train that goes backwards for beast. And, uh, if, if you can think, if you've, anybody's ridden beast, just imagine that helix, but you're doing it backwards and that would be insane. Yeah. That, that would be crazy. Yeah. That would be crazy. I don't know if I have an answer for this. Ah, <laughs> if you could create a little coaster create a new experience, what would be? I don't know. I don't know. Skip me. Skip. Okay. <laughs> uh, I don't. Zach, that's a really good one that I can't figure out. Sorry. She'll have an answer for you next week. Yeah, I will think about it, and I will give you an answer next week. That is, that's my ADHD is not on enough to figure that out. 
on the spot. It's all good. Next week, Zach. All right. So we have Ramon said, what do you think Cedar Point's next ground up coaster will be and when? Oh, man. I don't know. This is a good one. Like, what does Cedar Point not have that they could use a ground up version of? Maybe, I know, a really legit wooden coaster. So give me a gravity group, Woody. So that was my first thought, too. And not to get back on weather. Um, but I, let's just be clear here, guys. If you guys don't believe climate change exists, you're you're wrong. Climate change exists. But I can't imagine Cedar Point putting the money to put a wooden coaster based on their location with the way that weather has been the past two to three years, especially. I can't I imagine it can maintain it. Yeah. Um yeah, it's tough, and they really don't have a lot of space for a wooden coaster. Um, they would definitely have to remove some stuff to in order to put a Woody of that magnitude. Like a, I mean, they could yeah. do something like Mystic Timbers. I mean, you're still gonna have to remove some stuff. But yeah, I mean, that's the only thing they're really like lacking, unless they want to add another stand-up coaster, which they just got rid of a few years ago. Yeah, I think honestly. I think that they'd have to go something like Premiere or Zimperla with like LSM launches. I don't think that they can do lift hills anymore. I need they I think they need to keep it pretty low. Like Maverick. Ooh, what about a mock extreme spinner? I think that would be cool. Oh, that would be super cool. Adding a yeah. mock extreme they need to think like thinking about where they're at, the location, like climate crisis, shit like that. Like they can't do Anything that's going to be too tall, anything that's going to be be having issues with standing the weather, like they, they have to be thinking about this stuff. Like, how often are all of their coasters down because they're too tall in the wind? Yeah. So yeah, I think a mock spinner would be a good one, but I think they're going to have to start looking at these smaller models. Yeah, and if you don't believe in climate, uh, the climate change, you can come fight us because suck it. <laughs> Yeah, literally, as we tried to record, what, last week, and Chris's whole entire power went out because he ended up pretty much having a tornado. Yeah. Like, <laughs> that's, like, not normal, but it's it's fine not to get all, all political or anything, but climate change is real. Come on, folks, get with the time. Get with the time, get with the program, and Cedar Point can't really add anything big. Like, I'm convinced they can't add anything big because crisis change is legit and they're in a very shitty location to be in the middle of crisis change or even crisis though, change. even though it's, they're gonna build they're gonna they're gonna announce something big tomorrow if you're hearing this it's already been announced <laughs> yeah but i mean that's i i don't think that they would have put something like that up had that structure not already been there i think it's more of a hassle for them to get that structure down yeah yeah than to add to it yeah so i, I think that's the only reason I think that if so, like if someone approached them and said, "Let's do a strata coaster," I don't think that they could say yes. Yeah. So. All right. So, last question of the evening here comes from Adam, and he is asking, "Would you rather have Knobles purchased by Six Flags, or have your second favorite Six Flags park closed forever?" 
second favorite Six Flags Park closed forever. Definitely. Oh, yeah, for sure, because I don't even know what that would be for me, so. <laughs> I'm actually not super sure what it would be for me either. And what makes me kind of sad is I think that it would be Frontier City. Um, But Frontier City, like, the charm of that park was so good. I really did love it. But, like, I don't think there's anything that beats Knobles. Like, the charm... Um, yeah, I don't, I can't really explain it. Like I could just go there and not even ride a coaster and just eat and walk around and enjoy watching things. And there's dogs everywhere. Like, um, I played fascination the last time I was there and that shit was fun. Um, Knobles is just like a one in a million park. I don't think anything can touch it. It's so funny that I remember a few weeks ago, we had that question about fascination. So you went and played it. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, I did. I went looking for it. Like, it was about to rain. So, like, I was there with, like, four or five people. And we were all like, let's, what is fascination? Like, let's go figure it out. Let's go play. It took us, like, a lot of rounds to figure out how to play fascination. We had no idea what was happening. Um, but we had so much fun. It was it was so much fun. I will never not play Fascination again. I, me, me and my one friend were like, let's drive the two and a half hours to just sit and play Fascination for a day. We were like, all right, nice. let's go. <laughs> so, um, Sounds like fun. Yeah. So there's your answer. Hooray. So Fascination is fascinating. Yes. LFG. LFG, uh, well, that brings us to the end of this week's episode. Um, as a reminder, come hang out with us October 21st at Dorney Park. Um, also, I want to mention this, even though he did some weird shit, uh, rest in peace, Paul Rubens, Pee Wee Herman, because that's pretty, I used, I grew up watching him a lot. I grew up watching him a lot, too, and I only saw one thing about that. I forgot about it. Um, yeah, rest in peace. That's so sad. Yeah, but uh, don't want to end on a on a sad note. So uh, yeah, um, we'll be back next week to talk about the big reveal of Dragster. So LFG. Yeah, guys, tune in LFG. All right, we'll see you next week, guys. Bye, guys. This has been the Theme Park Stand podcast. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you did, you can find us on Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We'll see you all next time.